We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Welcome to Bad Life Titans. I'm Matt. With me is Anthony and Tom. And we are three gentlemen who have made bad life choices and ended up as Titans fans. And buddy, if you ever had any doubts as to why we're called Bad Life Titans, now you know why. Episode six. How are you, boys? Oh, yeah, good. Thanks. Yourself, mate? Yeah, look. Yeah. I'm all right. <laughs> Hard to answer. I'm all right. <laughs> it's just, you know, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, Tough one, but we'll get into a bit more later on. But um, yeah, that was, that was a tough one to digest. Um, brutal. But um, yeah, Lisa Girls did us proud, I guess, and got it good in the finals and showed the boys how it's done. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yep, no, they're doing us proud, the girls. So, um, yeah, at least they aren't blowing 20-plus leads. So, um, yeah, no, it's uh, tuning into the girls this weekend. Obviously, like you said, we'll we'll get to it later. But um, fingers crossed for uh, first time Titan side makes a grand final. It'd be nice. Here you go, David. Go and get another try. You're third. All right, we'll just go straight on to the news. Um, not a great deal of news. It's just all injuries um, and late changes to the team. Uh, late changes to the team on Thursday with Isaac Liu dropping out and his place taken by Jamin Jolliffe on the starting side. Jarris Wallace, Jared Wallace looks into the bench. Um, Asako takes over the fullback role for Jaden Campbell and only seven days after questioning what the fuck we were doing, it just looks like a masterstroke. And Corey Thompson makes his season debut in uh, in place of Phil Sami, who is out with COVID-related um, protocols. Pretty much it. Um, I guess now the, the Sarko signing is um, a masterstroke. That's right. It's yeah, it turned into the uh, a smart, a really smart signing. Um, yeah, I think um, poor old Jaden. He's just had a. Had a shocking start to the year, um, but yeah, it's, he took a brutal hit. Oh, he did. Uh, yeah, from the yeah, first uh, half. Yeah, I think that's the the injury is the rib injury. I think I was reading. So, um, yeah. I've seen some say it's cartilage, and then I've seen someone else say it's broken. So, hopefully, it's not too serious. That's it. Yeah, either either way, bloody painful. But um, hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's on the on the lower end and. Can get him back because he's an immense, he's a great talent. Uh, he's obviously just having a rough start to the year, but um, he, he's definitely not alone. As Saturday night, Saturday night shows, uh, got a lot of improvement. So probably the one we'll miss the most is Phil Sami. He's he's been probably close to our best player all year. So yeah. to be with yeah, he was he was immense on on Saturday night. 
Yeah. Yep. No, he's pretty much all three games. He's just been eating up the meters and um, he's been our go-to try scorer. So um, not bad for a guy who sort of wasn't favored to be in the starting side. And a lot of, a lot of fans out there didn't like it, but um, hopefully we can get him back soon with the way he's been playing. Yeah. Agreed. And the girls um, romped through and made it to their first finals appearance, which is good. Um, we'll obviously discuss that a bit later on, but well done. And yeah, finally, well, a little bit of good news from the weekend. I'm no expert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of Rugby League or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's Tees. Okay, moving on to the recaps. The dreaded, dreaded recap. Uh, we have to. Saturday night, <laughs> Saturday night down at Geo Stadium in uh, Canberra. The Canberra Raiders defeated the Gold Coast Titans 24 to 22. The 24 points to Canberra came from tries to Valame, to Moko with a double, Chris and Nickel Cookstad, Schneider two from five. Uh, the 22 points for the Titans come to tries from Sami, Kelly, both of them at Tina Fasul Malawi. Toby Sexton, three for four. Um, like the cliche, a game of two halves. It was definitely that. Um, at that first half, well, the first 38 and a half minutes, the boys were just unstoppable. They just, it was a training run. And um, yeah, I just don't know what happened after that. It's just same old story. Yeah, they just. It was just, oh, it was such an, such an ugly game. Like you said, the first thirty odd minutes, we thought, oh, how good's this? This is, you know, going to be a repeat of last year where I think we, yeah, put forty four on them or something like that. Um, and we were just rolling through the middle, and their edges couldn't tackle, and um, that try before half time. Um, I just, I had a feeling that that's the bad thing, and. The bad life Titans name lives strong is I thought it's coming. I, I could just tell with that try before half time that the game wasn't over. It it should be for most other sides. But um as as us oh, boys wow. are used to and us Titans fans, we um did it a few times last year against um Broncos Manly and South. So we definitely know um how to blow a lead, unfortunately. Yeah, mate, the key to, key to beating the Titans is just letting let them get out to a 22-point lead at half-time. <laughs> That's apparently so. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel, oh, it's just, oh, it's just, just embarrassing, really. Like, you know, the whole the whole week, the whole counter-argument has been, oh, you know, the, the boys are young, the boys are inexperienced, but... In a first grade competition, I don't care if you're the most experienced side or least experienced, you should not be wedding essentially a 22 point weight slip at under any circumstance. You should be winning that game and hopefully winning it well from that point on. But just 
I just don't know what happened. Like, just like you said, Anthony, when I scored that try at the last, I was a bit like, oh shit, are we going to see, you know, the games we had last year? And I don't know. I'm just getting rolled, man. Like, it, a, lot, a lot of the blame's got to fall on, on the bench rotations, Justin. Like, they, we got absolutely rolled when Will Smith. And 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 the and our bench forwards and Kevin Proctor were on the field. Like, oh yeah, it, it was just it was diabolical. There was no one. There was no one there that was a leader that could stand up and right the ship and 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 make it. Like the momentum had shifted, and then we just looked rudderless for for forty, you know, forty odd minutes from from like that thirty five minute mark in the in the first half all the way through to to the end of the game, basically. And it, I don't know. Whether he left the start, whether he left the starting row, starting front row on too long, and then sort of tried to because they were going so well, and or what? But I don't know, man. There's just well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm off Will Smith at the moment. I don't think he's, he's I don't think he's the answer at 14. Um, he's made some pretty dumb mistakes, and just is not offering that much at the moment. I don't think he's directing the boys around and yeah I was, I was expecting more from the bench forwards and I don't think they really they didn't really provide that much impact off the bench and I just yeah. you know I, I know Tommy you, you said like you, you don't you don't buy the inexperienced card but like you listen to Cooper Cronk and he's like it is experience you don't you know there's, there's 20 games between a, you know, average average experience between the, the three of, of the spine is is twenty games, obviously including sorry, the four of them is twenty games. And you know, like instead of trying to throw cutout passes and getting intercepted, they should be kicking to the corners. And and uh, you know, like you don't you don't realize that That's because you know they're they're all out attack those boys. Like that's all they know how to do is just attack, get on the front foot and run and attack and, and throw the ball around and play footy. They haven't got into these grinds yet. They haven't figured out how to get into these grinds. They haven't figured out how to fucking shift momentum when it goes against you. And it's it's going to take some time. And you know, it's we're gonna we shouldn't have to suffer through these, but hopefully we don't have to suffer anymore. And they learn pretty fucking quick. But unfortunately, you know, you you invest your entire football side around youth and and potential. And this is what's going to happen. And until we start getting some experience in these guys, it's it's not kind of it's not going to change. No, that's right. I think I think you're right. Unfortunately, like, oh look, I'll, I'll yeah agree with you both of you boys. As you said, Tommy, it shouldn't be happening in a professional competition, no matter how young you are. But like you said, Matt, I think it's just the reality of the situation, and um, you could just tell that experience definitely played a part as you said the the one that still stuck out for me um love toby sexton but we were sort of only only four points ahead or something like that and toby dummied the ball to Fafita and tomoko raced out of the line and toby looked straight at him and threw an intercept in our own 30 yeah. that, that that sort of stuff is definitely um experience wise but um the just the the forwards, I, I, they just had no guts or no effort to 
get into a dog fight it seemed except for Tino was about the, the only one who sort of bought into it um but when he went off and Proctor and Lasone and these guys came on it just Canberra were getting upfield literally about 70 or 80 meters every set and they were putting an attacking kick in that uh, we're, we we were struggling. We're, using, to get we're using Kevin the wrong way, man. Like he's on the field. Yep. He's on the field for twenty five minutes as a middle forward. Like this. It's a we joke. Can't be doing this. Like what are we doing? Yep. Yep. No, that's it. And that's something I think Holbrook has to answer to as well. Um, definitely appreciate the man, but um, stuff like that. You think bringing a semi McIntyre who's been going all right in the yeah. cup and I mean, a bit of quick Wallace, like, Wallace, can, Wallace, I mean, Wallace is he's experienced enough. He can, he can put him on the edge or you can put him in the middle. You, you know, like, yep. I, I, just, I don't understand why we're going to, if we're going to get Proctor, why we're going to use him like that. Like, he's not a middle forward and he's not going to be, he's not there for those tough minutes. No. No. One thing we've known, one thing we've learned about Kevin Proctor over the last few years is he's not been there for the tough, hard yards. No, that's for sure. No, exactly. He's he's proved it over the years, but somehow it's one of those situations where in every team has it, the some player just keeps getting picked for for some absurd reason. You you just you it's where they have photos or something of the coach. Um why they're getting picked is it's got to be something but yeah i think the main thing for me the the bench is just i think it's shown there's a real real glaring problem off the bench um as you said i don't think will smith oh what the hell has he added to our side really he's was terrible against power and didn't do too much against the warriors and i think we've got to look at trying something new whether that's i think Tanner Boyd's unfortunately injured, but Paul Turner maybe to come onto the bench or, or um yeah we got to. I mean, like, is is Aaron not capable of playing eighty minutes? Like is is that is that like? I don't know, like... I, I I would be shocked if he couldn't play eighty minutes because when I look at Aaron, like he just. He's all he's got a big motor on him, so I think he could play 80 minutes if we need him to. I just think the the rotations are just weird to me. And like for me, it was a real shame about Jolliffe and Lasone because we we talked about it. Um, I think like the after the first game or whatnot. Like we all know what they can do when they come off the bench. It was just one of those games for them where they just couldn't do anything and. As, as we said, I think a large part of it was just we had Proctor in the middle and Will Smith. But yeah. That's not that's not what works for us. I mean, they, if we've got to have a four team, we need somebody that can actually contribute, not just an attack. Well, Will Smith didn't do much in attack, but, you know, we need somebody that can come in, dictate the turns when Aaron's off, if, you know, we need to play like that. And like you said, Anthony, Bringing Sam McIntyre, hell, I'd rather have a four. I'd rather have a free prop bench than yeah. carry Proctor on there. Because what? Because realistically, I was looking at stats this week. Like I said, we know Proctor's playing a bit of a middle forward now, but in the first game against Parramatta, he averaged I think what thirty run meters. In the second game, he got sixty four, but I was against the fucking Warriors. 
and he averaged he got some of 24 run meters last week like yeah, what what's what's that doing for us we're not doing anything if it i said this to myself the other day if it wasn't for kevin proctor's hair i wouldn't notice him half the time on the field like <laughs> yeah. that's how little he does for the side and you know like if you brought someone on you know like say mcintyre or like we keep saying Jared wallace you know what you're gonna get from you know you're gonna get at least 50 meters every game for however long they're on and they're not gonna be like you know it's not they're not gonna do like 10 five meter runs like they will do one or two really good runs that'll get us into positions and oh, just I don't know what it is with Kevin, this obsession with Kevin Proctor and like the whole 14 issue. Like we were all grateful that Peachy left and I still am because, you know, I couldn't stand watching him anymore. But Will Smith just ain't it. You know, he, he can't continue being a 14. And, you know, when we've got options and again, like we've said, you know, Tyne is injured. I think Paul might be injured. I'm not too sure. Um, but one of those two boys had to come in or if and when we can bring in Aaron Booth, like I don't care, but just bring in somebody who can come in, defend a little bit, you know, won't get absolutely smacked in the middle. Um, it's just, yeah, it just felt like Justin just got the rotations wrong because that's the thing with the Raiders is they're a strong side going forward. And when they get momentum, they're very hard to stop, especially if, um, Papali'i and Joel Tarpani, like once those boys start going, like your middle is just going to get destroyed if you have those really small guys out there. And realistically, Aaron should have played nearly the entirety of that game. Not well, what time did he go off of the 50th minute or something? Like he should have been, should have been there until the 70th, then bring on Will Smith. And I yeah. hope that the Raiders forward pack is a bit more. Well, he only played 55 minutes. Yeah, like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, like, and I, well, you tweeted it, I think yourself, Matt, once Mo, Aaron, and Tino all went off, our entire, the entire middle part. Oh, our, 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 middle just, our middle just imploded. Like, it was yeah. just, a, it's just the game, it was just like we just had a big cupcake in the middle. Like, it was just, it, it, you just, I, and look, I don't know. We're going to touch on the five tackle set. Like they, they got rushed. The, the, the set prior to the canvas first try, um, then off the kickoff, so Tino scored under the post. We get the kickoff. The referees fucked up and only gave us five tackles, made us kick on the fourth instead of the fifth. Toby wasn't ready for the kick, rushed the kick, and he got like 20 meters and put Canberra on an attacking set. So, I mean, you know, no excuses. But that from no, that no. moment on, that moment on, we were under the pump. Exactly, yeah. No, yeah. That's right. You you don't want to blame it, and we definitely won't blame it. But it's it's crap like that where it, it can be a momentum shift. Like if if Raiders go down twenty two nil at halftime, completely shot of confidence and and whatnot. But that that last try probably put a bit of a spring in their step and. Oh, we'll, we'll never know now, I suppose, if if they didn't get it and, and we went in at um, 22 zip. But, um, yeah, I, oh, our hooker problem. Like, can you imagine if this side would have signed, like, Brendan Smith or 
or oh. Reed Marnie or one of these guys. That, that's oh, even even Cora South kind of loud bike would have taken him. Someone, yeah, yeah. someone, one of these hookers are just Aaron Clark. I, I, I love him, but he's um definitely we, we need a hooker if we're gonna gonna compete for that with the big sides oh, and, for the top four for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's oh, I can't believe um, we just missed out on all of them, but yeah. And then, like, what's what's pissing me off a lot too is we finally got like we finally found a way to get Dave involved. Um, you know, he was carving it up in the first half, and he was you know he had a couple of good runs in the second half too, and he found a bit of space, and AJ was linking up with him, and and if you know they they sort of figured out how to get him more involved, and they just fucking wasted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. No, yeah, he made that great bust down the right hand side with um AJ linked with him. Um, yeah, as you said, yeah, well, he ran for 173 meters. He, he was our highest meter runner for the whole game. Yeah, yeah, and and like, it's just it's just so frustrating. Like you're, you're just watching it all unfold and and. And, you know, there's, there's 25 minutes to go and you would have accepted your fate. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yep. As soon as it, as soon as they sort of got about three, try, two or three tries under their belt, you went, shit, I know how this is going. There's... Yeah, I've seen this movie before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's start to finish, it's the exact same. So, oh, it's, yeah, it's just one of those things that oh, we'll, we'll talk about it in the previews later, but. We have to put a number on the Tigers, like to put it. Yeah, a little bit like of there's, 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 there's nothing like they. Yeah, there's no like just get the win now. Like if, if they have to make a statement. Yeah, yeah. If they want to be taken seriously and sort of give us all a little bit of hope again to, to be a top eight side, they gotta. I know it's only round four and might be jumping the bag early, but I don't. I don't think so. It's it's got to be fixed and it's got to be fixed quick, especially with the um. Yeah. The, the teams we play after the Tigers too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. They need to sort that shit out. But, you know, it wasn't – what was it? It was the Manly game um, last year and then oh. it, was within two, it was within two or three games they played Penrith and they nearly beat Penrith, nearly beat the Roosters. Then they lost to the Roosters by a point. So, you know, who knows, mate? Like, you know, they're – they're all talking about how they've, you know, they've, they've learned. They learned a lot, and they've, you know, to take it on the chin, and they, they're thinking, you know, they're going to do the reviews and yada yada yada. So, it's, you know, it's hope. That's hope right. Hopefully, yeah, like you said, um, seeing the emotion in the sheds afterwards. If that's not a driving force, that we need to friggin' pull our fingers out and really turn this around. I, I don't know what will is. Playing a bit of footy. You see the the press conference. Yeah. Afterwards. Yep, yep. He wasn't happy. It was like like 40 seconds. Yep. What the fuck you want me to say? We've got to be better. That was terrible. Fuck this. I'm out. That's right. Yeah. No, listen, at least it shows Holbrook's not not happy about it, as you wouldn't be, you would expect. So hopefully he rips in. Yep. All uh, right, we got anything else to say about that fucking shit show or not? No, that's no, all. I think, I think we pretty much covered it. <laughs> yeah. 
fuck that noise is, is done. Uh. <laughs> uh, moving on to some uh, better news uh, the ladies, the NRLW uh, up there at Suncorp Stadium the Titans defeated the Knights 14 points to 10 securing a finals berth for the Titans 14 comes a tries to Ellison, Munsell, Brown and Clark with one from three and the Knights 10 points Parker Fahakoro and Ib one from two um, how'd you go? How'd you see it, Tommy? Yeah, we we started off a bit, um, a bit too loose. I think just the um, the excitement from being in Brisbane a week before. I kind of feel like it kind of was in this game for a little bit. Um, just felt like we'd just walk over the nights because nights had a bad loss against the Dragons the week prior. You know, we just beat the. Broncos, I feel like a few of the girls kind of had this mindset of, of oh, we're just going to waltz through. Um, you know, and I mean, to um, Knight's credit, like, they just stuck to, our, to us the first half. Like, we, we it was 6-0 half-time, and, you know, that was on the back of some pretty poor decision-making by us, but some very good defensive scramble from the Knights. Um, yeah. But... We saw it was almost like, you know, we needed a half like that to sort of click it in our brains that, you know, this is not last week, this is this week. And like with sport in general, you can have an opposition if it gets absolutely pumped one week and the next week they can turn it up. And that's what usually happens in sport. Um, and thankfully, we sort of woke up in the second half and, you know, the, the girls played a lot better, played a lot more um, like what I know they should be playing. Um, and, and yeah, we just said we just went on, did the job, got the win. And they, like they, just, they just dominated them in every stat apart from the scoreline. Like, they should have won that game by 30 points. Like, they had 62% of the possession. They completed at 75, 75% or 73%. They outran yeah. them, but you know, thirteen hundred to eleven hundred. Like post contact meters was an extra hundred and fifty meters. Yeah, thirty eight was... tackle breaks. Like they just absolutely dominated. They just didn't score. Yeah, and, and like I said, I think that's just because we had that sort of that that sort of just looked like in the first half that we just came into this game expecting to get a good big win. Just waltz into next week, and that's not what happens. And I'm hoping that they, you know, saw that and realised that, you know, because this week, you know, we'll talk about it a bit later on. But we've got a very tough game this week against the Dragons. Yeah. And if we, I'll put it so if we start that game like we did, it's got to be over before half time. Like Dragons will just put thirty on us, and it'll be done. Like, you know, we we have to start a lot better. Than what we did against yeah. the Knights, um, but like I said, to the Knights' credit, they came coming off a humiliating defeat. They stuck it to us, didn't allow us to get anything in the first half. But I just think, you know, the likes of Steph Hancock, um, you know, Destiny Brill, just sort of lifted the team, and um, yeah, we we ended up getting a win, and we're in the finals now. So. Yeah, the girls. Yeah, yeah. The girls doing us proud. Um, 
Yeah, it's one of those games you probably, as you said, Matt, dominated in every statistical category, but one of those games you just, yep, we won, we got the two points, let's get the hell out of here, let's get, go to Suncorp or, <laughs> is it Suncorp next yeah. week? Or Leichhardt Oval it is, so, yeah, let's just get to the semifinals and move on, so, um, but, yeah, it was imp- impressive too to do it without probably two of our better players, um, Polite and Hayo. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah so, and gray still yeah exactly gray as well so when you probably add all of those back it, it might have been a, a bigger win but um yeah no it was still some good performance destiny brill she just gets better and better so um and yeah i think shania power she was she was really good as well she um got 167 meters so um oh, yeah, yeah. So some some girls stepping up um, in the for the replacements. So um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. As you said, the last time we played the Dragons, it was um, a close loss. So um, hopefully, hopefully this time we can stick it to them. But glad just to get get the win and head to the finals. First year in the comp and first year in the finals. Absolutely. Yeah, I've got nothing much else to add to this. It's as you, as you boys, you guys pretty much covered it. It's a pretty dour affair, but you know, even though they dominated, it's um, yeah, just probably had one eye on 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 this week and and just sort of did enough to get in there. And yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, just just a great achievement for them to get into the finals, and hopefully they uh, they continue on and. And uh, I guess sort of be called an upset if they beat the Dragons. I guess Dragons are the, what the second best side apart from Brisbane. And yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that next in a bit. But yeah, no, it's just it's just great to see. Now they're back in business for time. Okay, moving on to previews. Thursday night uh, tonight. The Titans are taking on the Tigers at Seabus Super Stadium at 8.05 kickoff. Um, few ins and outs, as we discussed earlier. The Titans will be lining up with uh, Asako at the back, making his club debut. Corey Thompson with his season debut on the wing with Greg Marju on the other wing. Uh, uh, Kelly and Herbert in the centres. Brimo and Sexton in the halves. The forward pack is Mo and Jamin Jolliffe uh, at the starting front row with Aaron Clark at nine. Fafita and Fermor at the back and Tino locking us up. The interchange bench uh, only change is Jared Wallace slots into 18 to cover for um, Jamin. Will Smith retains and Lasoni and Proctor are still there. Um, Masters moves into the reserves with McIntyre rounding out the, the 20. Boys, as we discussed, they need to absolutely fucking belt them. No, no two ways about it. It's yeah, this is a must-win game, really. Um, as we said, only round four, but if we lose to the Tigers, we may as well pack it up and head home. Um, it's you know the Tigers have been dreadful all year. Um, played probably one of the worst. Well, what I thought was the worst game of the round um, to watch was Tigers Warriors. Um, the, the next night that proved me wrong <laughs> seeing our game, but um, yeah, the, yeah. 
the Tigers. I mean, they're, um, they're Tigers are just playing some real fucking Monday night football type footy at the moment. Like, just absolute. Why would you watch them? Yep, exactly. So, but strangely enough, you, you can't feel too confident um, <laughs> with, with us. Um, so that that's the that's the hard thing to swallow. But um, yeah, it's uh oh, you got to win this, and as you said, Matt. Um, we've got to win big, um, 13 plus if we're wanting to be serious in this competition. Um, so hopefully they can turn it around. Uh, like Holbrook has to have given them a kick up the ass and surely themselves they've done a bit, a bit of reflection during the week. And, um, there's a lot of improvements. There's not really many players besides probably AJ and I'll feel Sammy's out this week, but Probably AJ Tino and that'd be close to being it. Maybe Bo Firmer as well. Um, everyone needs to sort of rise to their level and yeah, show that they they give a damn about the club and that they want to be there in finals. I I mean like just give me eighty fucking minutes, please, or sixty or seventy, just something like just just something more than a thirty-five minute performance and then go to the sheds and never come back. That's right. Yeah. No, exactly. Well, we talk about week one, we were we were dog shit in the first half and come out with a with a great second half. And then the Warriors was the complete opposite. Great first half and sort of scrappy second half. And then we've just sort of evolved to last week was bloody top notch first half and just Queensland cup level, yeah, non existent second half. So Hopefully the trend doesn't continue. Hopefully it changes, but um, yeah, we've got to show ourselves to be serious because already the the memes and the banter and the the commentary from outside the club has started, and you don't want to. Yeah, our only saving grace from the weekend is was that the Broncos got absolutely flogged on Sunday night, which yes. took the took the edge off and shut them up pretty quick. So that, that was a good yeah. recovery. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Cowboys. Tell you one. Yeah, no, and that, like we said um, on last week, you know, games like these will determine if we make finals at the end of the year. And um, especially for us this year, having that positive foreign against will be crucial. Because I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Thankfully, we're, we are only on negative four for and against. But that's where the issues come in. We lose a game like this, or don't get a big score. What you know, instead of being positive ten, even twenty, you know, we might be in the negatives again if we lose, or we could be like negative two still. And I know, like they keep saying, it's only around four and. You know, still another 20 odd rounds to go, but like I keep saying, these games are so big from now. Like every game we play from now to the end of the season are big, and games like these, where we're coming up against a side who can't attack very well, can't defend very well, who's bottom of the ladder. If we want to be considered a team that's actually serious, serious, if we want to be a team that people will actually look at when it comes to finals time and we make it. These games are crucial to win, not just 
and not even just for our wider position or for our against, but for our confidence. Because we had a bad loss last week. We've got a good opportunity to bounce back. Because once this game's finished, we've got, I think, in the next five rounds, we've got Parramatta, Cowboys, Panthers, Roosters, and Manly. Not, not in that particular order, but four of those games are tough. And even a Cowboys game would be a lot tougher than I thought at the start of the year because they've been playing some good football. So if we can't do the job against the Tigers, our, you know, like I know I don't want to say anything too rash, but it might mightn't be a good um, season for us, you know. And I said I know it's that might be a bit rash to say because we might end up beating four out of the next five teams we play. But if we can't get the job done against the Tigers, what confidence yeah, do we you take from that? You're not going into the, the next next six rounds with any confidence. No. Yeah, and no. and with a young side like us, I'm not, I'm not going into this round with any confidence. No, no, no. You know, if if we had won last week and won well, I would be so much more confident going into oh, this round. Be, yeah, you'd be cartwheeling into this game like with your pants down, going, "Here we go!" Like, now. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Yeah. What 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 are the chances? So I put out a tweet and I've deleted it because I'm afraid of that old tweet, but I put out a tweet saying there's a very good chance that the Tigers go zero and ten to start the year. Yeah. And <laughs> this, this was before the Raiders game. I put this tweet out and I've deleted it because, you know, and I'll tweet, but I'm I'm scared that we might give them that one win this week. And like we keep saying, that shouldn't be a case for us yeah. with the squad we have. But history just tells us we can never be confident. No. This no, much exactly. coming in. You know? yeah. No, you're exactly right. And um yeah, I, I I don't think you're being sort of too rash. As you said, it's only early, but you look at the the improvement of some of those bottom eight sides and it it scares it scares the crap out of me thinking like the Knights are playing unreal footy. The the Cowboys, who knows what they're going to do, but they're playing great footy. The Sharks are definitely looking like they're a top eight side, and even teams like the Dragons and and Bulldogs, who knows what they're going to do. So it's you, you can't sleep by the looks of it. It's going to be a maybe because of the the change of rules, bringing in the the penalty and a few rule changes here and there. It looks like a lot of games are going to be closer, yeah. really tight-knit games. So they're not going to be the blowout scores that when you get on a roll last year, you could sort of go on with it and just keep rolling through the middle. Whereas this year, there's a real, can be a real momentum shift if you give away a penalty in, um, in the opposition half or get a 40-20, the other team gets a 40-20. It can really change games. So... It looks like it'll be a closer comp. Who knows, being round three, round four, but um, it's certainly how it looks. So we can't just think we're going to breeze into the top eight again. No. I seen a I seen a thing that uh, there was only one one of his uh, Corey Thompson's former teammates have reached out to 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 see that you know to talk shit about him. So he's, he's a bit sort of. I've expected a big game from Corey. Yeah, um, you know, lining up, is he lining up against an offer? They're both named number two, so that'd be good if 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 
Kamori's going to line up against Nofa. I've put him down for 30 draws. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Is it, um, is Gild, no, I think Gildart's on the left, isn't he? So it'll, he, he'll yeah. be looking up against, um, um, Paddy Herbert and, and Marju. So no the way, the, the way Gildart's been defending, but our, our lot's been not, not much better. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be Corey Thompson who will be on the left wing. So, yeah, I think you're right. Him, him and Noffa will be going head-to-head. So, Mate, Brian Kelly and Corey Thompson versus James Roberts and Nofaluma, like, the way our left edges go, mate, they could be, there could be multiple tries down that left edge. Yeah. And, and like, like we keep saying, we don't really want to break up like a – Stuff if it's working like the left edge, but this is a game where I would consider putting David on the left edge because I feel like we, we talked about it and I feel like this is a big issue that's going to continue happening. That right edge just does not seem to click well together. And yeah, I, I don't know, know if it's... it's, it's oh, as just, I said in the, in the Raiders thing, like, I think they're starting to get there and they had signs towards the end of that first half that they were getting there and then they just... Like the whole fucking yeah. team fell apart. So this is this would be a good test because you know yeah. it, 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 up against a young kid, Tulagi. Um, Firm is up against Leilua. Like it, it's going to be like there's a couple of really interesting matchups out there, and you know it'd be a good. It's a good test to see. All right, can they get it to quick? Can they get it? Can they make something yeah. happen? Like, yeah, it'd be yeah. good, you know, especially put one up on Tyron Peachy. Hopefully, Peachy has a classic Peachy game, and <laughs> he spends twenty yeah. minutes in the and... Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, yeah. If we do not, if we do not target Peachy, oh, this I game, just niggle him all I... game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. This is where I wish. Um... This is <laughs> gonna be a kind of dunk, but this is where I kind of wish we had a. Player like Tyrone Peach in a sense, but he's very good at getting out of people's skin when he wants to. Yeah. But we, yeah, we don't really... like it. He's just perfectly, this is the perfect Greg Bird game. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Bring him out of retirement. I think uh, uh, in the week he's still playing, <laughs> still playing the local yeah. league. So. Yeah. He's, isn't he? Uh, did he come back from France, dude? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So nice. yeah, bring bring Birdie out of retirement and Greg Bird versus Tyrone Peachy. Who who doesn't want to see that? <laughs> but um, very good. Uh, yeah, Titans yeah. thirteen plus Corey Thompson with three tries. David Fafita to break out of his drought. Two tries. It's just it has to happen. Uh, moving on to Sunday, the first one, I don't know what semi-final it is, whether it's the first one, but the Titans' very first ever semi-final in the NRLW at 12pm uh, at Leichhardt Oval, taking on the Dragons. The Titans, um, there's a lot of ins. They've got Polite, Hale, Moss, Dam and Gray are in, um, and they will line up with um, Fafua at fullback. Brown and Monsell on the wings. Uh, Peters and Power in the um, in the centres. I like that centre combo. Peters and Power. Power Peters. Uh, yeah. Sounds like a law firm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Griffin and Braley Nardi in the halves. Uh, Brown and Clark and Steph Hancock in the front row with Braley Nardi in as the hooker. 
Uh, Rafford Smith and Gray in the second row with Destiny Brill, the absolute machine, uh, locking them up. And on the bench, they have Hale, Ellison, Clark, and Natapura. Gents, um, let's go, girls. Let's let's get this. I think they're they're you know like if they only narrowly lost it to the Dragons in round one, and they've been improving every week. There's no reason why they can't advance. No, there's absolutely no reason why we can't get to bed and be in the grand final. Um, you know, seeing how much the team has constantly improved week in, week out has just been really good to see. Shows you how good A, the squad is, but I think B, you know, the guys who are like Jamie Feeney as well, you know, yeah. like he, he's done, I feel, a sensational job with this squad in you know, what, what has been a bit of a rushed season, obviously, you know, it's played last year and then COVID and just everything. But, you know, it's a real big testimony to what, to what the club has done with these girls and just to see them, you know, consistently improving week in, week out um, and not being afraid to bring in some of the younger girls. Like, I think we have like five 18-year-olds in this squad, which yeah. is ridiculous, but it shows you the talent that we have and it shows you, you know, the fact that, you know, I said we're going to try and back the younger girls, um, you know, which ultimately does sometimes bring up a little bit of mistakes here and there. But overall, it's just, it's really exciting. And, you know, the, the, the fact that we made the finals our first year as well is a big bonus. Um, and, yeah, I just, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just really excited. I've just got that really good feeling about this week and obviously I mean St George I mean looking at their team like they've got a very strong team so you know it, it's not going to be a blowout I think it's it'll be like a try you know but I look at our lineup it, it can definitely compete and as long as we can start off a lot better defend our edges really well which I think we did do that quite well last week yeah. um you know, just start off really well, dictate the terms. Um, you know, Brianna Clark and Steph Hancock are really going to have to step it up in the middle because, you know, I've got Kezi Epps at 10 and Elsie Albert at 8, and they're both very strong ball runners. Um, so, you know, Clark and Hancock have to step up this week even more so. Um, Tasman Gray needs to have a good game, obviously, had the two-match suspension. So she's she sort of needs to you know you know make up for that I guess in a way. Um, Ralph Strand Smith, you know she was playing Santa now she's at second row and she's looked very good at second row and I think she'll be going up against Shaley Bent I think or um, Taylor Holmes. Taylor Holmes, yeah, yeah, most likely yeah because I think yeah Gray plays on the right, Bent plays on the left, but um. But yeah, and obviously, you know, the captain, Braylon Addy, she needs, you know, she's been phenomenal the entire campaign, but she has to take her, that experience, that winning experience into this round and really dictate the terms around the squad. Um, and Destiny Brill, I mean, 18 years old, and she's playing like a 10 year veteran, you know, she's, she needs to have a big game as well. She needs to be another one of those players that really, get the ball in our hands and really take it to the Dragons because 
you know, like I said, the Dragons forward pack is probably their strength. Yep. Um, and that's without saying, like, Tonagato for fullback at the Dragons. Like, she has just been sensational the last couple of weeks. Uh, you like James Chapman, who can create something, get nothing. Madison Bartlett, who is quick and will just get into positions that, you know, should it be possible. Uh, you've got Rachel Pearson coming back for the Dragons, who gives them their goal kicker and their seven back. So, yeah, it's on paper, this is an incredibly even game on paper. It'll just be whether or not the fact that we have so many young girls, I guess, to an extent. Yeah. You know, can I back it up this week? Can I really step up the game at another level? Because that's what finals you have to do. Like, you could be the team that comes in by luck, but if you step it up that level in the finals, that's what matters. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Game how you, yeah, that's it. it. Doesn't matter how you get into the finals. If you're in the finals and you step that game up of yours, you don't know what's going to happen. So, you yeah. know, it's I'm just rambling on now, but yeah, look, it's a very winnable game. I really hope we can do it. Um, our forward pack has to lay the foundation for our halves and the back line. If the forward pack dominates this game, I feel like we can get the win. Yeah, I really believe that. And with Hale and Gray back this week, hopefully Polite can maybe get back in. I'm too sure. But having Hale back off the bench, having Tasman Gray back, two experienced season players, they know how to win games like this. They know how to be here. So, yeah, they the experienced girls have to be the ones to step up this week and really show the younger girls, hey, look, we're in the finals now. This isn't round one. This is here. This yeah, is now. And this is what we've got to play like to, if we want to beat it next week. So, yeah, I'll stop rambling now. But yeah, yeah, that's it, mate. It's, it's a new experience for the young ones, and um, I mean, having having the experience of beating the Broncos at home in front of a decent crowd, and then going up to Suncorp and 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 sealing the deal. I think you know it, it just goes to show that the. They got it. They've got some old heads out there, even though they're quite a young side. So, yeah, yeah, you know, I think you, I think they, they're looking good. Yeah, no, you boys have summed it up well. Um, it's gonna be gonna be a close game. Um, but as as it showed last time, a six to eight point loss. I think it was for us. So, um, sucks. It yeah. If Polite's out, it does suck. Um, we could definitely use her this week. Um, she's. She's a massive loss for the side, but bringing Gray back in and and Hale off the bench again, um, they're they're definitely two bit two big bonuses. So, um, yeah, just really excited as you said, knocked off the Broncos. And realistically, probably um, I might jinx it. Hopefully, I do. But um, realistically, probably the Broncos. Whoever wins this, they're, they're playing the Broncos next week in the bit in the big dance. So. Um, it'd be pretty special Broncos Titans grand final in our first season and that'd be a cracking game. So hopefully, hopefully the girls can, can continue to do us proud and get it done. Yeah. Let's go girls. Here you go, David, go and get another try. Your third. All right, Anthony, get me with some Twitter questions. Yes. Yeah. We've got, um, Got some questions once again this week, and uh, as you can imagine, they they all sort of follow the 
<laughs> the same. Uh, the delightful theme of the weekend. That's right. Yeah, there's um, there's some uh, there's some smart ass ones, <laughs> some genuine ones. So we'll um, yeah, we'll run through them. Um, yeah, so our mate Remy, uh, VJ Remy, one thousand and two. He uh. One of, one, of, one of Manly's diehards, uh, he just he, he found the chance to sort of rub it in a little bit. Um, but which hurt more, blowing a 22-0 lead against the Raiders or blowing a 24-4 lead and then getting 52 unanswered points put on you, hee-hee? Uh, definitely, yeah, yeah, I second that. Um, definitely the Manly one because I was fucking there. <laughs> oh, uh, that was bad. Yeah, yeah. I featured um, the um, I, I remember that. I think we we got rolled. I think they didn't. It was like nine consecutive sets or seven consecutive sets. Manly just went through and scored on seven consecutive sets. Jeez, and it was just like when we finally when we finally did like defended a set I got up and, and made it like I gave them a standing ovation everyone's around me they're like what's going on I'm like this is the first <laughs> time they defended a set in like 40 minutes yeah. <laughs> oh, so that was brutal yeah so yeah no definitely that one there's I mean but in saying that you know all these games the ones against the Broncos the Raiders and even the Manly one like for when they were on we looked like no one could beat us. It's just that when we were off, it looked like anyone could beat us. No, yeah, no, that's exactly right. Um, yeah, I'll I'll go I'll go the other way. I think the Raiders game for me last week's effort was probably well. I'd probably go actually the Broncos. We the one last year. I think it was pretty oh, similar. Yes, well, I think we were actually the same thing, 22-0 up and Brisbane just come back to put 32-28 or something, the final score. It was so ugly. You know what? That sort yeah. of reminded me of it. So I'll, I'll go the Raiders game just because obviously Manly last year, they were top four side and Tommy Turbo was bloody just pooing out straight gold. So, um, yeah. I'll go the Raiders one just because the Raiders, they're, they're sort of the teams we should be beaten, but they're all bloody ugly. Yeah. yeah. I think what I think what made the Brisbane game even worse was we were like 22 nil up within the fifth, first 15 minutes. And then at half yeah. time, I think it was like 22 18 to us still. Yep. And yeah. oh, that that was bad because we lost to the Broncos, like obviously, but I've got to go manly. Like we had a real good chance today to really, like, really get people like talking about us. Like, oh shit, hey, you know, this team might be legitimate this year. Not not winning, but you know, like might be a serious threat. And like, like there's conceding eighteen points and a half, and then it's conceding nearly fifty two and a half. Like, it was just diabolical that manly game, and oh. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to talk about it anymore, so anyway. Yeah, yep, that's for sure. Yeah, no, it's um, we've already been through it enough, so just stop bloody doing it to us, boys. It's um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not not good for the blood pressure and not good for the family and partners to have to deal with that 
us crying for the, <laughs> the rest of the weekend. So oh, <laughs> turn it around, boys. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll um head to a head to another one. Um, yeah, Colt Sando, our mate Colt Sando, seventy eight. Um, looking forward to the pod, lads. Just a question: um, if the unthinkable happens and we lose to the Tigers tomorrow. Will the blowtorch be well and truly on the coach and club next week? Is you reckon it is, boys, or you reckon it's a, still a little bit early? I think blaming. I think there's a, there's a little bit of pressure there on them already, um, just for the same shit that keeps leaking in. I think there's there's definitely just some internal. Not um, I don't think he's under pressure as per se his job or anything, but I'd say there's. There's a few people going, come on now. Like, you've had this is your third year. Let's let's start start leaning on it. So if the Tigers win, it definitely there'll be some questions asked. And rightfully yeah. so. As we yeah. said, like we, they should be flogging them. Yeah, that's that that's it. You know, I think like I'm just trying to figure a way to put this like I'm like I think it's fair to say all of us are still on a whole, you know, wagon. You know, we really want him to do well. We really want to see him, you know, be the guy who helps us win our first premiership. But yeah, our loss against the Tigers starts to really raise some eyebrows because this is the best squad we've had in a long time. And again, I know people always got to bring the whole thing up. Yes, it's inexperienced. I get that, but. There's enough talent out there to know what it takes to win. And yeah. on paper, as I said, this team is a top eight side. And losing last week was like, yeah, I, look, it was shit second half. You know, it's just diabolical. But that was more so on the squad more than anything that loss. But I lost this week against a team that, again, we should be putting 13 plus on them. Yeah, it, it'll, I'm just trying to think of something, but like it'll, it'll be the start of that fire underneath Holbrook, you know, it'll, it'll just be that little spark, I think. And, um, yeah, yeah I, just, I don't know how to feel, you know, because like I said, I'm not going to come in and say, oh, you know, against Holbrook because that's bullshit. He's the best coach we've had, realistically, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. But yeah, it's just I don't know. I just yeah, I just feel like if we lose to the Tigers, yeah, it's it's definitely a sort of like okay, that it is sparks starting to happen. Yeah. Um, it's not gonna happen anyway. We should, we're gonna no. smash yeah, that's it. But yep. yeah, yeah, no. that's my thought. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. I think um, as we've sort of covered already, it's it's probably too early, some would say, but I think it's well and truly. I think you got to sort of apply the blowtorch a bit. Um, if we were to sort of drop the ball against two uh, bottom eight sides, if, if you're being honest, so um, I think well and truly the pressure will be on and the the bells will be ringing to to turn it around. But um, yeah, I think it's just just small. As we've said with the rotations with Holbrook, small things like that just are still hampering him, and hopefully, hopefully he can figure it out. But um, yeah, yeah, uh, we'll go to third one um, at Callum Malaki, our mate Prince Philip. Um, 
<laughs> I'd prefer if you just ignored the Raiders game. We'll agree on that. Um, and spoke in depth instead about just how good Joe Tamane could have been. Uh, hey, that's a, that's a name we haven't, haven't heard in a while. <laughs> yeah, that is a blast from the past. Wow. Um, yeah, no, I was a big, big Tamane fan. Um, uh, I think yeah, he was playing in the sort of good Titans fans, which helped his cause a little bit. But, um, yeah, as a kid at the time, I was sort of sort of big fan of him. But um, it was sort of um, – I was having a, a chat on Twitter the other day, um, a couple of other Titans fans, and um, another name haven't heard in a while, John Olive. Oh, we oh, thought yeah. we really thought he was going to be the savior back in the 2015 2016 days. Um, so watch out when he comes good, we're, we're on the right track. <laughs> yeah, what is he? He spent two years with us, Joe Tamani, didn't he? Yeah, and back to Union. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, so no, definitely. Was, um, so, I mean, I mean, you could say Joseph Tamani was the beginning of our decline. Yeah, there is, there's no, there's I no. Mean, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not blaming Tamani for sending um, Preston Campbell out as a wooden spoon, but I'm not not blaming him. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely got okay. a hand in that. I yeah. mean, he's he's putting his fingers in that pie. Yeah, there's there's definitely a few <laughs> few question marks there. That's for sure. I'm with you there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, got to. Got to do a police search on the bloke's house is the only only answer if you ask me. So, um, but uh, yeah, a bit of a this isn't a question, but just just scrolling before the the podcast, I thought I'd share this one, and I think we're in big bloody trouble, boys. Um, the TAB posted one true believer has just put two hundred dollars on the West Tigers to win the premiership at one hundred and fifty one dollars. So I don't know. Obviously, they know something we don't know. So Nostradamus. Oh, I, uh, I think we should be pretty nervous at that. A whole two hundred dollars. Exactly. Um, so big win if it comes off. Maybe the Titans will kick them into gear. Hopefully, bloody not. But um, yeah, yeah. Should um, have waited another week. You would have got them at two hundred dollars. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep, yep. No, he'd be spewing when he when he doesn't throw it on next week. So maybe you, put the house on next okay. week. How how long realistically? Just let's just say the Tigers lose this week and they go on to lose many more. How long till match goes? Oh, it only be a couple of rounds. Like that was the whole inquiry and last year whether or not match was going to stay, where who's going to go, and Tigers are going to feel real like. Energy. To be a coach killer this week. <laughs> That's it. And, and like, I, and like, if if they've if they've got any bottle about them, they'll they'll realise that and they'll they'll put in because if you know, is this? It's not very often you get to knock off a coach. No, no, and, and like I said, like obviously not trying to jinx us, but if they lose to us this week, they have a very real chance of being zero and ten. After round yeah. 10. Like, yeah. I mean, after us, they've got Cronulla, Parramatta, the Rabbitohs, St. George, Manly, and then the Cowboys. And a lot of those yeah. teams are playing very good football, so they have a real chance if they don't get the win. And if they don't win tonight, 
um, tomorrow night, I give Madge three rounds max before he gets to sack because what what I feel like the only reason Madge is still there and Tiger fans can be in my mentions if they want is because who else is there to go and get as a coach? Like realistically, who else is out there? You know, and I feel like they're still kind of hoping and praying that he replicates the Rabbitohs team he had in 2014, you know, but the game's changed since then. Yeah, it's not what it was in 2014. It's a lot quicker. It's a lot more like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I don't see him there much longer, Madge. No, no, I agree. You'd think, yeah, especially losing this week and those those next few weeks after that are tough. So there's not too many times a team might start zero, zero to six or zero to seven and keep their job. So Tim Sheens, he, he's come out and publicly supported him and and said, you know, we're, we're sticking by him. And, and I will say it, I've said it on Twitter a few times and I got about a hundred and something replies. So um, <laughs> it's a talk, talking point, but um, I, I feel like it, it's not all on Madge that realistically looking at the Tigers and once again, we'll probably jinx ourselves this week, but looking at the Tigers is probably they're starting 13. There's not many of them that would start for other teams that in my yeah. eyes, they've got easily the worst roster in the game on paper. So um, he's, he hasn't got much to work with, and I suppose you could argue it is sort of his side. He's he's had a hand in the signings and stuff like that, but yeah, um, not a lot of quality for him to work with, and they'll probably we still get the job done on us <laughs> tomorrow. I like two luggies. I think Tulagi's yeah. good, a good good player. So. Yeah, yeah. Like, looking at a squad, I think like if I was a team that. Could peak anyone from those tigers. Like I feel like you could only really go with Dane Worry, um, Tualangi, and probably Leilua, realistically. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, Luciano, at least he tries every week with a shit <laughs> side. Like at least he has to. Give me a cake. To... <laughs> you got to take the positives where you can get them for teams and. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'd probably take I'd probably take Luch over Kevin Proctor. Yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Because at least he would bring something off the bench, like yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah. Uh, it's it's not a it's it's a squad that's very like uh, it's just there really. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Like I said, it literally, it literally is just yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, and we we could be here tomorrow night. On Twitter, going, why the fuck did we say half the things we said? Like that, that can very much happen. But oh, look, if we lose to this squad, I'm this. If we lose to this squad, this is probably the most disappointed I'm going to be in a side in a long time. Yeah, and we've had some yeah. bad losses, but this squad we're facing, it should not be a matter of oh, we might lose. It should be a matter of how much we're going to win by. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, couldn't agree more. So. Um, yeah, that, that's it for the questions this week. But um, as usual, um, keep sending them in. We love the love the banter, love the the shit talk and the questions. So um, yeah. yeah, no more manly fans, please. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> mate, Remy, um, you're officially unofficially banned. So 
Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Titans fans keep keep bringing them in, but um, no, nah, in all, all seriousness, it's uh, yeah, good good to get us talking. So yeah, thanks to everyone. Okay, any uh, final thoughts there, gents? No, no, I think uh, I think it's pretty well summed up. Um, uh, a shit loss, <laughs> to put it put it lightly, and um, a must win game that you you just can't feel comfortable. I don't think I feel comfortable until we've um, hopefully won by about ten o'clock tomorrow night. So, um, oh, just please get it done and. Let's move on for the embarrassment and get back in the winner's circle. Yep. Yeah, couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, we could realistically be 3-0 and right now, and instead we're 1-2 and two and looking at maybe 2-2. Two and two. It's just, uh, It just feels like another year of coulda, shoulda, woulda. But anyway, let's uh, put that all to bed tomorrow night and flog these little pussies. Um, <laughs> that'll do us. For episode six, thank you very much for listening in, guys uh, and girls. You can don't forget you can interact with us on Twitter at Bad Life Titans um, at GC underscore Anthony at Jetso underscore ten and at Hammers H four M M E R Z. And don't forget our good friend at the Biggest Tiger and Sports Best Friends Podcast Network. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, hopefully, we will be in a much better the mood next week and uh, yeah we'll see you next week catch you later guys thank you see you later thanks boys sports best friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end you are our kind of people find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing and remember Social media isn't a bad place, you just need to follow the right people.